Yeah. Painkiller Nearly, episode 224. Lots. Kyle, you had a topic you wanted to kick off with? Oh, oh we were well, all... Not, not just a normal topic. You were upset. You showed up crying. <laughs> you were really... Uh, you haven't answered my text in, in a couple days now that I'm thinking about it. What's going on with you? Are you okay? Something legally? Hopefully not. No, we, we lost George H.W. Bush. Not the good one. <laughs> we lost how, how haven't I heard about this news? I don't know why everybody cares so much. Uh, you know what it is? It's everybody <laughs> is pretending like they care. The right is pretending like they care to like steer focus away from, I don't know, the 18 things Trump did this week. Let's forget about the, fi- huh. the fact that he missigned the NAFTA agreement, literally signed in Mexico's slot. The- funniest fucking thing i've seen the funniest gif in a while have you seen this woody oh, so, oh yeah Trump but i'm, I'm not on the same page though oh it's hilarious he's it's sitting the down NAFTA agreement signs. he just is like i'm gonna sign all three and then <laughs> you see like trudeau and the guy in mexico like given the curb your enthusiasm look like <laughs> what, do, what do we do do we sign over it or you know in the scam you know we'll just sign that one two parts so my understanding is he signed in the wrong spot Okay, so he in the signed, Mexico spot. He, he signed his spot, and then he signed Mexico's spot. Like, like he was just, like, signing them all. He went sign crazy. And it's even worse because he refused to use the pen that everybody else was using and, like, brought out some big old fat Sharpie or something People like that. People might not know. So, so there's a background to that, right? It, 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 I'm going to lay it out there for the viewers because I'm uh, critical of Trump. There are a lot of things Trump does that I don't like. This is not one of them. Uh, they gave him a pen, a very expensive pen, he describes. And it was you know, super expensive. I don't even want to tell you how much it was. Right, because you don't even know. But fuck off. So they, they gave him these expensive pen to sign with. And it didn't write. Like, the uh, the ink would, like, come and go, you know, like new pens often do. So uh, then he gets out the Sharpie. And the Sharpie is great. The Sharpie works flawlessly. He never has any Sharpie problems. And uh, he calls up the people at Sharpie and says, hey, man. Your pen's right as soon as I take the cap off, and I never have any problems. That is Italian Sharpie's favor. They always do. Yeah. Always. And and he's like, can I get a black one, though? Because this, like, black cap, gray Sharpie, I'm the president. You know, there's there's appearances we have to put He called Sharpie directly for that instead of going to Costco? That's how the story goes. So he says, Sharpie, can I have one in an all-black casing? And Sharpie said, yes, Donald Trump, we will get you one with all black casing, and we will put your signature in gold on the side. So he has Donald Trump gold signature Sharpies that he signs things with. (laughs) And now he can hold them up to the cameras, and you see this giant, like, Donald Trump has a very unique signature. I can't throw it. It's nice. People hate it online. Fuck, it's great. Again, there are things, there are legitimate criticisms that you can have of Trump, right? Yeah. There's not one of them. I no, no. Sick signature. Looks like an art. It's the kind of signature that everyone who's like, like, like if you're rich, powerful, famous, and your signatures mean a thing, and they're going to be viewed like his are, maybe a, a thousand years from now, at least fifty years from now, for sure. You know, before the AI, the AI robots take over or whatever, you want that signature. It's powerful. It's beautiful. I like yeah. Blocks. All those guys have so much. Like anyone I mean, who's powerful, signing a lot of things all the time. They, they get it down pretty quick. Like, after a few years, they get a good one. Like, I bet, you know, when Trump was, like, I don't know, 25, you know, uh, Slick Willie, like, all those guys, their signatures at 24 suck dick. Oh, and I, did, you, did you lose me? No, you're great. Oh, okay, you guys no, both that's froze a, for me. That's Sorry. how he's signing. D-T. <laughs> D-T. I, I saw something today where it's like, never noticed, but it's DJ Trump and M, uh, MC Pence. Because oh, his true. middle name's Charles. <laughs> DJ Trump. I, I had to put MC. that together. <laughs> so, so yeah, my, my theory on George H.W. Bush thing and all the, the fucking attention this being is, is that the right is like, oh, this will be a good way to like move things along and like not focus on the horrible stuff that's going on with the White House left and right. And then the left is like, well, shit, we can't, we can't not keep up with the right on, on kissing George H.W. Bush's ass. He jumped out of a plane when he was 90. And they, and, and I don't care. And not only do I not care, I think he was a bad guy and a bad president. And they're closing the post office tomorrow. I had, I have the worst <laughs> luck with shipping things. I won't get to do. I won't get into it. But like every time, like I order a thing or ship a thing, I happen to do so on the like, the 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 perfect storm of like holidays, post office not gonna work days and weekends. Like it's it's it makes it so that like I literally overnighted a thing. It's gonna take like five days. 
Like, like, like because because of the combination of George H. Bush and The Weeknd or something like that. It's like, well, what the fuck? The guy was selling, you know, when he was a CIA director, the CIA was selling crack cocaine to finance, to Americans, to black in black communities, to finance their South American turnover, democratically elected dictator. You uh, and your uh, anti-drug countries. crusade. All I want to know is if his prices were competitive. If they were, I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> yes, they made them extremely cheap well, so that the black communities could afford it. And it would, it would put them in a downward spiral of ruin. Please, Kyle, if that was Barack, a fellow black man, you'd be calling him the Robin Hood of crack cocaine. Forget but about your crusade against white presidents. I've had quite enough, Kyle. Forget about paint chips. It's all about the crack cocaine that George H.W. Bush was pumping into the it black is, communities in the 80s. It is, like, like annoying to see. Like, remember less than a year ago when people were like, H.W. inappropriately touched this woman yes. at a thing. Yeah. And, it was, and, and people were, like, taking it seriously when it was clearly a senile old man making an off-color joke. Like... He was in the last, what, seven and a half months of his life at the time? And people were still like, this is just evident that he's still a piece of shit. And then those same people now, he dies. They're like, this is, we need to compare. Uh, and, and like the, the insult comparisons are funny too, where they're like, well, I hate this guy, but I hate Trump more. So I'm going to pretend that I've always liked this guy to try and falsely make my stance against Trump more palatable. Where they're like, you know me, I'm liberal, but I love H.W., don't look at my tweets from seven months ago. Those <laughs> someone hacked me, you know. But he was a real presidential guy, not like Trump. And it's like, God, you guys are so fucking fake. All the media, like, like, and the and the right side does it too. When some prominent establishment figure on the left does, when Hillary Clinton eventually dies, or when Slick Willie dies, it is not going to be Fox News going. And he was a rapist, and he was mm. this and that. They're gonna, it's it's going to be glowing reviews of the good things he did, like. That's how it always is for the establishment people. It's almost like if they play the game long enough, they know when they check out, they get their numbers pumped. They whitewash it. They whitewash history. Oh, totally whitewash. And it's it's bullshit. Like it's absolute bullshit. And then it'll come around. It's cyclical, right? It'll come around in like 25 years from now. There will be a documentary about the evils of George H. W. Bush, the evils of Bill Clinton. A day will come when all of the people who are afraid of the Clintons are dead. Not, beca <laughs> not well, because not because the Clintons here. <laughs> not because not because the Clintons have killed them. But because they're just they've just gotten old, they've aged out. And finally, some people will start like you'll like, like things will come out and, and like stories will come out and, and 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 we'll realize that those people were monsters. And it's not just the Clintons that the same thing will probably happen to to every president. Eventually, we'll find out some bad shit about Barack Obama. Maybe. 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 I don't know. That guy's <laughs> such a choir boy. My right? issue with Clinton Clintons is this. I think they're worth 250 million. But let's just say between 100 million and 250 million. A lot of money. They don't have a product, right? What the fuck is the product that? Do you ever buy Clinton brand shampoo? Did, like, did you, you see what happened? Clinton uh, brand designer labels. Where the? F what, are her speeches really six hundred and fifty thousand dollar good? I don't think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a pay per view for that. Yeah, I, so, <laughs> she's got like two slides and a PowerPoint. Stronger. Together. <laughs> all right, like that's, yeah, that's all I just, it is. I, I could just see her walking down the Senate steps. I am no orator, as Brutus is. <laughs> like, no, you're not going to replace Charlton Heston. You're not. You're you're not a great speaker. We've heard your cackle. We've heard your tone. It did. It couldn't win. It, you couldn't She's beat Donald Trump with it. Speaker. She's nobody's paid. People for it. said she won those debates. That might be true. It might not. But let's just say they're. Let's just say she's uh, adequate, right? She won a debate against Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't know if that makes you adequate or not. Point taken. But $650,000, she certainly isn't or is, no. depending and on how you, you keep you score. See, no, it's not worth it. Because like, like, look at like the, the numbers of donations to the Clinton Foundation as soon as she wasn't elected. It wasn't like a slow tapering off of a, of a business that's no longer in a booming phase. You know, uh, not a business, of course, not a business, not a pay-to-play scheme. <laughs> it, it went like, boom! Yeah. Just like immediately, people were like, uh, does Trump have a, is he still doing that steak thing? You know, maybe let's throw the money we're having to Clinton Foundation over there. Like, did W do yeah. it? I don't even know. Like, my understanding know, is when W was finished, a couple shit. things happened. One, even Fox News is blasting W, right? They Fox News hated W at the end of his term. I don't know if you guys recall it like that. But it suddenly it was like, fuck that guy. He's not even a real Republican. Uh, you know, we, we're a totally different thing. Uh, so he didn't have the kind of power that, like, a retired Barack does, for example, who people still worship out of, on the Democrat side. Um, so there's that. And the other part is he was... I think just kind of cooked mentally with the whole politics thing that I could totally see him being going, you know what? 
forty million is maybe enough, and I'll just retire on that, and and not do the like the the Clintons re- left in debt, right? With all their legal problems. They, apparently, they were worth less than zero when they finished their term. So, uh, anyway. yeah, I don't, I don't fucking buy that. Like those people don't. People like that in that upper crust. George, they're broke isn't really broke. When they're like, H- oh, we just open a fund, and then the crown prince of Saudi Arabia will give us $20 million to help a kid in fucking Haiti. When, when, George H- when George H. W. Bush was trying to hammer home his, dr- his war on drugs when he was the president of the United States, he conspired to have the DEA lure an 18-year-old high school student who happened to be a drug dealer in a black community near the White House to sell crack cocaine. They had they arrested him, and then the next night he does a televised speech from inside the Oval Office, and he holds up the bag of crack cocaine, just feet from the steps of the very building where I'm sitting right now. Crack cocaine being sold on the streets. Did like, that yeah. come out? Like he really did yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that is so fucking shitty. But also, poor choice of salesmanship on part of the dealer. Like if you get like a really suspicious phone call, and it's like, yeah, I need some crack. Where? You know, uh, you know where the president lives. <laughs> I need it right there. I mean, you're gonna see a lot of black vans. Don't be alarmed. That's normal. Like that is that is duplicitous as shit. I didn't know that. Like that's entrapment. I think that that, that should be entrapment. Right? I want to hear or, the I guess, stuff that comes dangle out. Bob Dole up so he can shakily salute that casket. Let's let's all cry over his poor service dog while it sits there confused as to why it's been. Shipped across the country in a goddamned airplane, and now it's sitting outside of a smelly box. I've been AFK for a few days. You, uh, I haven't had the same exposure to this like HW bombardment that mania, mania. <laughs> I listen to satellite radio, so like, so like, I and I and I've got a whole category of this news, as I've talked about before. I'm like, I'm, I'm like flipping through them, and it, and they've got like this trumpet music. Dun, 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 dun. A memorial to George H. W. Bush, and I'm like, day eight. What the fuck they, is he in the ground like, yet? No, they got him in state, which is what they call it when they take his body, stick it in a box, and, and haul it up to the Capitol for everybody to look at. Close the post office for, for three And then days. they close the goddamn post office. Like, I don't have shit to do. I was like, look, like, it is really dumb when people pretend that they liked this guy for even a, a second before he died. But this has to be the funniest, like, worst idea of a take on this. Like, to go after the dog, where this person, without... Irony wrote, don't spend your emotional energy on Sully H.W. Bush. He's a service dog who had been with the president for only for six months, not his lifelong companion. And it's like, you know how far the mania has gone? This is a page article. Uh, like, or a, a, <laughs> I know. A full, like, page, like, who could, you, you're deranged, man. I didn't or read that article. This, you, there's something fucking wrong with you. I didn't read that article. And yet I know exactly where the dog has been reassigned to. It's like Walter Reed Military Medical Hospital to join two other dogs there at the facility. It, 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 I shouldn't have that information. What's I wanted to hear about <laughs> Iran or Saudi Arabia. I wanted to know what's going on with Ukraine. There are global geopolitical <laughs> kerfuffles going on right now. <laughs> to like people, if I were president, <laughs> like my final wish would be like it would be like they'd be burying me the normal way. And then it'd be like, and also, President Taylor has requested that he be buried in the ways of old, as the Egyptians did. And so all of his staffers and his dog will be buried with him. They're like, what? what? <laughs> just throwing people into my, into my sarcophagus with me. I, oh, want, I didn't know him! I'll just leave a note. You know, I want 19 hours of coverage for my youngest dog. Yeah, <laughs> please. All over CNN, Fox. Or just I, a final thing. Let's go, blues. <laughs> <laughs> where, the please just try to play yeah, blues. Right. Without, no where, cap. <laughs> where's the cutoff for like spending this much time and energy on these dead people? Like, like do, do, do VPs get this kind of coverage? Like, like when? What was it? Was it Dukakis? Was that was that his VP? Uh, I think it's almost no. Dukakis uh, was a Democrat that he beat. Uh, okay. HW's VP was Quail. Okay, I was like six. The guy the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, tank quail shot quail dies? Will we care? No. Probably not. Probably. God, I hope not. I hope they don't fucking shut UPS down on that day. <laughs> I think so, part of it is like, I think those upper crust politicians and everything, like all the real ones, the, the not state level, you know, federal level, like when they see stuff like this, they play along and they pretend like they liked them too because I feel like it's almost masturbatory for them. 
because they're imagining themselves when they die and like all the stuff they're going to get. You know, when when Nancy Pelosi or Diane Feinstein or Lindsey Graham or uh, who Ted Cruz, when any of them die, all of these detractors are going to flip on a on a dime and be like, you know, I hated Ted Cruz my whole life, but it was only 40, uh, 35 minutes ago. Wow. Uh, that I really <laughs> motivating character. You have to go back that far to remember McCain getting this treatment too. When they were just like, yeah, McCain was the maverick. He was the great. Liberals. Liberals were singing McCain's praises left and right. Like, he was the greatest guy. Man, he stood up to Trump. We love him. Trump, like, right before. Like he, like right before he died, like that set him up good for that from like both sides. Most human, but like, I, I want to say he left a letter to be read after he died that took shots at Trump and his divisiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 very yeah. petty. You didn't it, see that. It, you don't see that from the bushes right it now. Wasn't it wasn't petty. It was brave to do that. Posthumous. How's it be dead? <laughs> right. He went till he's dead to say. I'm standing up to the mainstream. Well, to academia, uh, to uh, the education set. I'm, I'm, no matter I, if everybody's on against Trump, I'm taking a stand against him too. That's that's the silly thing he did. Disin- reacted like he, was being, he disinvited you know, Trump to his funeral. Meanwhile, the Bushes are being very uh, uh, friendly about the whole thing. Like like with yeah. Trump, that is, you know, Trump's got the fucking flags at half mast all week, which I think every flag raiser is like, oh, half the work this month. Nice, <laughs> nice. Just ee, ee, ee. oh, we're done. Done. You know, half mast ain't bad. I kind of like it when they do that. <laughs> but but but. Like you know it. he's invited to the funeral. He's given them all these like uh, it, it, all this attention, all this honor. He's gonna be there. Obviously, he'll probably think, get a bit of word salad going about what he didn't know about George H. W. Bush. Like, what could he possibly know? You actually know. News to be. He was president uh, in between <laughs> Reagan and Clinton. Oh, most people don't know this, but he was president. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Nobody knew. Sport? No one knew. You know, no one knew. <laughs> people are saying this. Did you know he was president? I had no idea. The Russian thing is like heating up again, but I can't figure out exactly what the news is, right? So there's two <laughs> things I actually have gotten. Cohen, uh, Cohen's attorney or Mueller filed something that implied Cohen was participating with multiple investigations. There's like the Mueller one, there's some New York one, and maybe some other one. So all these people he were keeping tight lips, suddenly Cohen's been like helping every one of them. All right, so that came out. Flynn came out, and I guess he's cooperating in a... His, his cooperate, the, the extent of his cooperation has gone further and wider than people knew. So that's a thing. And something is supposed to drop this week. And I'm like, I like I follow this as closely as anyone. And I can't tell what the story is. Rachel yeah. Maddow tried to lay it out for me in 27 minutes, and I drifted away somewhere in there. So I don't know still. It's just like I don't really think it's that much of a story. Like they try and pump the tires on these things so much. And then when it does eventually not come to fruition, they don't go back and say, like, well, we were wrong about this or that or the other thing. They just kind of plow ahead until the next thing comes up. I, I think they do themselves a disservice by making the story like too early, if that makes sense. Like it, hey, we've been talking about, for example, Flynn's participation, or the fact that we will soon lo- learn soon learn about Flynn's participation, and then when he finally does it, it's like, isn't this from 2018? Like, why are we even talking about this now? It, it, you know what I'm most interested in in like the world right now is France. Well, I was like wondering those, where those you, yellow so, jackets. Yeah, that's really yeah. an interesting... Here's the little thing I know. Apparently, their gas went up by either 30 or $0.60 cents a gallon, but it's very expensive now, so it's 7 or $8 a gallon. It was so. like 26% see, or something. See, but this is, this is like... Oh, that's this more is what, than I... Maybe this 26% is like, tax increase? Yeah. Right? Which, but not all the price is tax, of course. So, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so but for them, they're very saying. upset. And, and, oh, France, I heard, said that... Part of their motivation for doing this is they want people to move away from gas and diesel, you know, towards like Teslas. I don't know, towards something better. Or they're just maybe discouraging the use of it in general. So there's a bit of an... They are not not firebombing cars because they're mad about gas. Like, this is one of those things, like, it'll come out at some point, you know, with more independent journalists, that this is not about gas tax. Like, have you noticed how the media has walked in lockstep 
about this is a fuel tax. Have you watched clips of what's actually going on? Like, what's it about? National police you are might beating be the a little out. Alex Jones in right here. I, so here's I, here's why I say that because if there were, I'm inventing a number from my hat, fourteen thousand people rioting in France, would all of them keep a secret as to what they're actually frustrated about? No, no, they're not. Like Go they're on. holding signs, they're waving flags, and they're not holding up signs that say gas price too high. They're saying like Macron or Macron, however you say it, like he's not representing us. Like he's a shill of bankers. He's a shill of these like big financiers and people. Like they uh like if like for example, who has the lowest approval ratings of any leader in the Western world? If you just had to guess. Macron. Macron. <laughs> Is it a little lower than Trump's? Or a lot lower. What would your guess be just by the way that the media presents? I would have guessed, actually, it was, I would have guessed Chancellor Merkel. I, I, I feel like she's in a uh, in He's not real nearly high. as low as you would think. Macron is the lowest by far. His approval ratings was like 29 oh, the other God. day. So, uh, like, but my understanding is the French are easily up. Like, they kind of run wild, racist. hot and cold with their people. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe, yeah. but like, like, if you look at the intensity of what's what going on. What you said on, that about the Mexicans? It, this is what not I understand just a people you know, They're very quick to, to anger people, you know? You got to be careful what you say around they run them. They're really hot and cold. That's funny because that is Especially the test I apply like to a... things to see if I'm actually being bad. And I feel like I was actually bad <laughs> right there. Yeah, you got to be careful with those. With those they're uh, hot-blooded, those With Mexicans. those Ugandans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're quick to violence. And they have machetes. <laughs> yeah, um, but like I, I don't buy the, Merkel's the, the, versus oh Merkel's Merkel's isn't very high either. Uh, Macron I, I, or Macron, however you say it, Macron, some French thing. Like his, his is the lowest by by a good bit, or at least it was when I saw some rating comparison sheet last week when this was like started kicking off. But yeah, this, this is way too violent, way too intense to just be a hey, our gas taxes are so too actually, high. Actually, uh, he has a forty percent. Approval rating and Trump's is forty two. I saw twenty nine. Oh, I saw twenty nine from, and it, it wasn't some bullshit place. It was like a, like uh, a real comparison between her Mer I want to take Merkel. that back. I just uh, realized this is from March, which is like, oh yeah. I'm, so I'm going off history, not news. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> that can be bad sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, did, we'll see what happens. But like, when you look at the actual riots over there, like the intensity intensity of it. Blows anything we've had here out of the water, aside from like a couple of like Ferguson riots where there's like uh, clips of people chasing others down just to beat them up. Yeah. So like th this is intense. Like you can see there was one clip of all of the national France police who are dressed in all black, like like a head cam, like dozens of them sprinting like hundreds of yards towards these yellow vests. And there's one guy like leaning up against a building. They're savagely beating this dude. Like he's down, he's out. The, like the these police are beating the shit. This baguette is four days old. Yeah, <laughs> you can feel that, can't you? My oh. paramotor instructor had that job. That was that's what he did in Germany. He be he, like he was an anti riot person. That was like that was what he did before he taught that's me to fun. fly. Yeah, and uh, he used to like he just he talked about he had different jobs in it. Um, at first, I think he held the shield in the front. But then they moved them to the other team that stands behind the shield goers. And someone in the front will be like, hey, hey, blue bandana, that guy. They open up. He and 12 people grab one and then pull him behind and the shields close again. And now that guy's just gone. And, uh, and they handle that for a while. They used water cannons yeah. there. And I, uh, I was like, how do you feel about water cannons? Because in the United States, we're not There's pro water cannon. What? There's a stigma for water cannons yeah, here. I'm like, okay. They don't view water cannons as a nice, nonviolent way to handle protesters. They view it as a really bullying tactic. And uh, he had no regrets. He was like, we've warned them four, sometimes five times. We tell them, if you continue to do that 30 seconds from now, we're going to fire our water cannon. And then they keep doing it. So really, they made that choice. I, I love I, the water I don't think I've brought this up before. Like, I have a friend who's a St. Louis cop. Okay. And he's, he's had to work some of those like Ferguson anniversary riots. He's your where, age, like, roughly. Uh, yeah, he's roughly my age, and he's been a cop for for a number of years now. And he was talking to me about it, and he was like, "God, nothing pisses me off like watching the clips that get uploaded on social media after we deal with that stuff." And I was like, "What do you What do you mean?" And he's like, "Something that you don't know 
is when we're standing there in a big line and we've got our shields and everything, the, the cameras, when we're throwing things at them to try and disperse them on us and they track projectiles that we're throwing. Meanwhile, on the crowd, they never track bottles of pee. They don't track bricks. Uh, a friend of mine got hit with a brick like badly in the head. Like he was talking about like, yeah, people have no idea. They think that we're out there bullying these people and like we're having injuries every time and we're not getting coverage for it. And I was like, so you've like media every coverage, time you experience mean, this. like media coverage. coverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. Not health coverage, like media coverage. And he's like, yeah, it's honestly insane. Like you'll, you can watch almost like the media, like selectively choose who they're going to film based on, you know, what would seem the most anti-cop. But then, of course, there are pro-cop narrative people there, too. You know, not not a tenth as many, but there are. Yeah, and I want to say, like, when I look at riot footage, I see both. Sometimes I see still shots, although I'm processing it in my head as I start talking. Sometimes they mm -hmm. look like hero shots, right? Me there with a rock, tear gas, <laughs> you know, gassing at my feet as I, you know, stand up against the man. So that's not necessarily yeah. a hoodlum shot you his know? point is like oh yeah you see the rubber bullet hit a guy in the teeth and and him go down you don't see my friend get caught with a brick in the clavicle and he's laying there getting dragged away like like he was like basically his point of it was like you can see both sides but you're given a wildly misconstrued version of the intensity of both sides like you're okay. led to believe it is a Volley, 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 <laughs> when it's like a assault of bricks and piss and stuff. And eventually, when the mayor or whoever the ch chief is like allows it, then they start, you know. Do you ever put yourself in the shoes of one side or the other and think about how you'd stack up? Like, I, I never put myself in the shoes of like a rioter because I'd like to believe I would never riot or, or cause damage to people's buildings, but I put myself in the cop shoes well, for you sure. Be a, and that's a protester seems without fine. being a bad guy. Oh, yeah, but, like, uh, these clips where it's, like, bottles of pee and rocks and rubber uh, bullets go on, these people are not protesters. Like, I, the protesters are, are a ways away. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm thinking, if I'm a protester and people start throwing bricks and pee, I think, oh, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm going to bug out. I didn't mean to join the pee brick people. Like, that that was never my like intent. like if I went to unite the right because I'm, you know, I want to <laughs> close our border and be, like, secure on our border and i bring a sign that's like secure the border and then everybody else is like jews will not replace us and i'm like <laughs> oh, all right well it's been fun uh <laughs> given some of you my number uh, <laughs> do not hit me up for beer afterward i thought we were going to talk about sports so i can tell that's not you, that's not what you want to talk about <laughs> i went to an outdoor restaurant last week and there were tiki torches there and one of the guys I was with was like, I'll never see tiki torches in the same way again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't, it, I, it didn't occur to me. I, I, I forgot about the Yeah, they're tiki torches. Like, Come on. Tiki torches. like, I don't know what that scent is that keeps uh, mosquitoes away. Oh, is but that It's not supposed to be pleasant, but I like it. Yeah, I don't mind. It, uh, That's what it's called, I think. Citronella. Yeah. Is it reminds it, it you of, like, unhealthy? outdoor barbecues and shit. Yeah. For mosquitoes. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, things that kill mosquitoes are sometimes not good to inhale. I, th I think citronella is okay. I think that's why it's so popular. It's like it's cool for us. It they don't sounds like it. citrus-based. There you go. I think it is. And those are okay, I guess. I've, I've done zero <laughs> research to support this. But <laughs> this is okay. Uh, it's made from the tangerine. I have spent the last couple days improving my garage right mostly just painting it but also some cleaning and organizing and anytime you paint you're taking all the things and putting it outside and uh it, it sort of kept me offline a lot i think my efforts have raised my garage from like a two to a five so in my eyes it's way better like this is a dramatic improvement in how my garage looks and everyone else sees a five <laughs> you know, they're like, you got to do something about those floors. I'm like, well, huh? I guess I should. So, what you add that was the biggest change, or just well, reorganizing and cleaning? Uh, reorganizing and cleaning was probably the biggest part. I also painted it. the um, The walls were painted orange and black, which I never really liked. But beyond that, they were painted really, really poorly. Like the top three inches were still like white primer and unpainted, and like that looked terrible. It just looked unfinished and poorly done. So you have a 
three or four car garage? Just two, just two. We all we have some. Oh, because you have the ex- two, yeah. extra building. Okay. But, have you? Do you actually use those like ports for your car at all, or have you thought oh, about like cars are turning outside. it into something cool? Taylor, there are paramotors and golf carts in the garage. Prioritize, would you? I forget how many toys you already have. Like in my head, I'm thinking about the amount of toys I have. And it's like, well, you got a big open space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I had a question about workout stuff. I wanted to ask you, what kind of barbell did you buy? Oh, mine. Actually, I would have to look at Amazon. I was going to say it came with it, but I wouldn't buy it again. The knurling is too aggressive and I find it unpleasant. If I, I I think that I would, the Titan one gets high dollar per quality reviews there is a I've, dude that does just like reviews constantly he has i don't want to gym reviews 22 barbells hanging in his and i'm just like what do you do is he called gym reviews yeah I, I, was he, at, I was at a gym or garage gym reviews the other day looking at it dude, and he, you're right he has just a, an entire wall of his garage's barbells dude, and, and the for the amount of equipment this guy has he's not buff enough Taylor is way better, like way more fit than this guy. And, and Taylor has like, I'm going to make up a number, six and a half kettlebells laying around the living room, right? This guy. pieces of equipment if you count the weights individually. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has multiple sets of barbells and kettlebells and 22 bars. He has multiple racks that he holds. He, like you know, they have these racks. They hold, I don't know, eight barbells. Well, that won't do. So he just stacks them on top of each other everywhere. I think last time I watched him, he was opening a gym with all the stuff he owns. Like, yeah, he could. He's yeah. gotten an insane amount of stuff. Like, it doesn't even look like he can work out in his garage gym. There's so much. But I was like, the reason I asked about the barbell is all the advice I'm seeing is people are telling me to get a rogue Ohio oh, barbell. That's a which yeah. is like, yeah, like 200 bucks. But like, all the advice for it is like the standard buy it nice or buy it twice. Like, go cheap as fuck. On the weights, just get bumper plate weights. Like it won't matter that much, but the barbell, get so, that. Like spend big for that. I wish I did differently. I think it's the CrossFit weights. I'm not positive about that, but they're all the same size, right? On mine, uh, like uh, the 10s are smaller than the 45s and such. And I'm also kind of married to that weight. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, to that style of weight. Cause I, I feel like you have the, you know, the Olympic ones, they kind of match in yeah. size the whole way through. They you know would, what are nice? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I I wish that I had, a, I don't know, bought one that I would want to grow with instead of uh, what I have now, which I'm almost like, what am I going to get rid of all of them and start over? Yeah. I'm looking if, at the Titan T2 rack, the power rack, because like that seems to be almost as good as the Rogue ones, as long as you're not like pressing 500 plus pr- pounds like on the safeties. Like, and I'm not going to be benching 500 pounds ever. I, I if, think if I were getting... Good. If I were getting a new set, I would get those rubber plates. Have you seen those? The bumper plates? Yeah, that's what I'm planning yeah. on getting. Yeah, for- I like those a lot. Cause, and, and we had those in high school. We had one set of them. I believe they were quite expensive. Hmm. But, but like, if you dropped it, it was no fucking big deal. It's rubber, you know? And, and all the plates, obviously, are the same uh, diameter uh, to each other. So they all fit together nicely and everything. Some of them are marketed towards CrossFit people. And they're mm-hmm. literally, like... I don't, I don't Slinging know. them around, you know, CrossFit shit. Like run these upstairs and drop them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's an exercise. This hurts my back. Just go, keep going. <laughs> you mentioned the Titan stuff. That's something I wish that I had done. Uh, I bought mine. I just looked at different racks, and I'm because your power on... rack is a rogue, right? It's not. No, oh, it's okay. something that neither of us had ever heard of before. I could look it up, and it has a really nice pull-up bar, which I actually like. Like one side is like pull-ups, the other side is chin-ups, and you can get all these different grips. and And I do like that, but sometimes, like I saw this guy on the you know the safety bars that go across, so yeah. you can bench by yourself without getting hurt. Um, mine are kind of a pain to put on. They like go sideways and clip in and slide, whatever. And I see these other simple ones that are just a long dowel, like a metal dowel. You slide it through. I'm like, yeah, oh, I should get that. Oh, but wait, what size diameter is that hole? And what is the distance? And if I wanted to get um, like dip bars that go on the squat rack, you know, maybe you're into dips. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, am I one and a half by three, two by three? Like, what is this? Whereas if you go into like a Titan system, where they make the rack and every accessory you can dream of, then you'll always be like, oh, yeah, this fits the R2, instead of yeah. hoping it fits my off-brand also. That's what I'm kind of my rationale is for it, is like the Titan power rack, all the reviews are 
yeah, this is just as good as a rogue. It just may not look quite as nice, but it's kind of the exact yeah. because apparently Titan entered the market by just going, all right, well, we can make the exact same thing as you for cheaper, and that's right. just what they. Or we can make something eighty-five percent Chinese good. welders, and we <laughs> think that people don't care if the weld looks like a booger after it's painted. Yep, I, I certainly fucking don't care what the <laughs> weld looks like. I'm not going to be lifting and be like, oh, I could just push a little more if I wasn't so aesthetically distracted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But uh, yeah, T2 Power Rack, Titan Power Rack, I like a lot. And mm. then the Ohio Barbell from Rogue. And then just bumper plates. So I'm going to look for those. I thought about so getting I'm, that I'm, I'm getting Ohio. super stoked for a home gym. Like, I was looking at houses today mm -hmm. uh, briefly because I, I finished meetings early, so I was able to go out for a bit. And I looked at a couple and like, Thank God, like, I have an agent who, like, I know, and so she's a bit more on my side than, uh, you know, not quite, like, family member level of side, but mm -hmm. still more than just a rando, and to, like, where she's having to point out, like, oh, but this might be a problem over here, but I'm like, yeah, but the TV space <laughs> and the vaulted ceilings and this room would be perfect for weights, and it's like, like, my priorities aren't quite adult level yet, I don't think, <laughs> so just think that through. But, man, it, it, this is a fun process, looking for houses. It's fun, stressful, but mostly exciting. Like it, It's going to be very neat. You said something, uh, you, you agreed with something that I said, which was, it's such a lifestyle upgrade. It almost feels like like you're not worthy or like, like you know, like, the, seriously? I'm going to live in a house house? Like, are you telling me that my neighbors won't be listening to me at all, all day? And, yeah. I mean, like I, I saw like a couple potential neighbors for a couple of the homes walk out and I'm like, oh, that guy's like 61. <laughs> he's, he's never going to cause problems. He's never going to do anything. Like just seeing like a new class of people you're moving around. It's neat. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It wasn't long before I wasn't long before I bought my first house that there were literally drug dealers under me throwing parties. And uh, or uh, alcoholics living next to me, accosting my wife, and and then suddenly I'm like in a safe neighborhood right? with like grass and stuff. Like I, it was a yard, yard, yeah, that I'm I could excited. kill. So um, yeah, that'll be it'll be fun for you. It's also work though. Like the one thing about a house is it seems like there's always a task, right? There's a you know, when's the last time you washed your baseboards, right? I, uh, my girlfriend did it for me. I, okay, well, that wasn't what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> I, I thought you would say, never, I'm renting. <laughs> well, you're right. Yeah, never for me. <laughs> She's right. like, these are gross. I'm like, well, then if it bothers you, do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I stand corrected. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just gutters have leaves in them. Uh, grass needs mowing and, uh, you know, whatever. Room. I don't see I'm not as, you know, dreading that because, mm -hmm. like, you know how it is in an apartment where you try and get help with something and takes forever, not responsive, and eventually you'll, like, try your hand at it. And even if you do fix whatever the problem was on your own, there's no satisfaction to it. You don't feel like I solved something. You thought, oh, I just did the job of someone else for free. Whereas with a home, mm -hmm. I feel like I think more like, boom, something got fixed. Like, I figured it out and I did it. Like, I hopped on YouTube, and I twisted the thing and tightened this and loosened that. Like, I, I think that'll be more satisfying. Especially if it's an upgrade. I, I don't know if this is enthusiastic or entertaining talk for other people, but I remember the first time I put in a digital thermostat, right? So this is a while ago. But we had a thermostat with a little, like, lever that you moved across the bottom. Yeah. Sometimes you see them in offices. And my wife, she doesn't do thermostats right, right? So let's say it's no, set to 72, and she's really hot. So what she wants is like 69, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so what she puts it at is like 59. 50. You know? Yeah. So it gets there really fast or something. Like that. That's not how they worked at the time. Yeah. Now they can. That's but not how they work ever, right? Ours does. It, uh, our, it goes into like super mode. Yeah. If you got multiple zones. Yeah, like we that, actually right? just um, upgraded our heat this year, like within the last 12 months. And uh, one of the ways that it's more efficient than a regular one is it has a whole, like, yeah, it'll go full power. It'll go, it's variable. It's like infinite. Mega mode. Yeah, yeah. So if it's 10 degrees from where it should be, it works extra hard. But most of the time, it barely works. 
So, uh, but at the time, that's not what happened. So she would just turn it too far, and then I'd be like pulling my hair out, like shivering in, in August, like baby, we talked about this. So what happened was when she could just lower it three degrees, I wouldn't even have to fuss or worry, like it, because it, four hours later it'll go back. It's not mm-hmm. worth the fussing, and uh, it felt like I upgraded my whole house. Like it, this the HVAC system is better than it used to be. It. It mattered. It was a thing. And there's a million See, something similar to that I would like fixed here is the same thing. Except after four hours, it doesn't return to the setting that you had prior. It goes to a default start, which is 40 degrees. And so, like, in, in, I, I, like yeah, like you'll, I'll turn it on and I'll be like, I want it at 70 degrees in here because it's fucking cold. And then I'll go to bed and I'll wake up at you know, 4.45 in the morning, just like, <laughs> get up and have to turn it back on again. And it like, I fucked with the settings. I've been on YouTube with this thing. And it's just, they're not going to fix it. They're not going to replace it. Like until I leave, I wouldn't think so. Mm. Whatever. I don't even care anymore. I'm just excited to get the fuck out, have a house. It's going to be so, so Right much- now you're still shopping. You haven't found one. Like I know you made a bunch of offers. I made, a, I made two term, offers right? prior. And then uh, one of those, uh, no, one of them came back in a way that I was like, okay, eventually they might. That one got an offer put on it. They're like in their not closing stage, whatever's prior to that. So they're still like inspecting and stuff. And okay. I don't know. Uh, I think they probably offered too high on it. And then uh, one I looked at today that I really, really loved, like a more ranch style home, which I like ranch more because I like the vaulted ceilings. I always grew up in that style of home. I like how open it feels. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting an offer on, one of, on that one tomorrow morning. It's ranch. Does it have a lot of land? Sometimes ranch is a big property. Oh, no, it's not a ton of land. Like, it's okay. maybe half an acre, if that, like okay. 0.4 acres. So won't be too too hard to mow. Yeah, I think I like ranch more, too. I was always raised in a, in a two-story home. Ranch, people mm-hmm. don't know. It's one story. Oftentimes, it's high ceilings and stuff. And uh, so I thought two-story was just the right answer. It's what I had in Apex. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, it's part of its two stories. But I, it, it was... It's kind of ranchy because the first floor is like 80% of the square footage, I think. I made that up. Maybe 60. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you I like that. ceilings throughout. No. Well, it, like the main area. foot ceilings or something, but not like the the Game of Thrones room. I don't even know. 18-foot ceilings? Like, they're kind of super high to me anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. How, uh, Kyle, what was your, like, or you, you, didn't have quite the same option for your first home buying thing, right? Because you were more like targeting the area, not like a specific piece. Like you were more almost looking at the property than the house, right? I wasn't that picky. I really didn't care. Um, I rented a place for a while uh, and I liked it a lot. And it, but it just seemed like wasting money, spending fourteen hundred fifty dollars a month, you know, on rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't really that picky when we bought that house. I just wanted to get a place. I knew it wasn't gonna be. I knew it wasn't gonna be my final house or anything, so just didn't care. Was it a two story, a ranch? Like what kind of house? Uh, was it? One story, but the the basement was really big. Yes, yeah, so a ranch probably. The universe yeah. did Kyle dirty because he did his due diligence on what the internet would be after he got there, and what they told him wasn't his reality. It was a lie. It was yeah. a lie. And, and and like I've probably told it before, but and fast forward, I uh, there was there's fiber about a half a mile away. And I was like, look, I want that fiber that you guys got up there. I know you got it, and I want some. And they were like, well, we don't come down to your area. And I'm like, ah, problem solved. I will dig the ditch. I will lay the fiber. They're like, oh, you have to be certified to lay fiber. No problem. I have a friend who is nationally certified to lay fiber. He's actually on, serving on a nuclear Same submarine. Dmitry Potapov. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had a guy. It's I had a, a Russian guy who, nuke. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy who was like certified to do this. I'm like, I've got the guy. He's bringing the fiber. It's $7,000 worth of fiber. No big deal. We'll just lay that in line. All I need you to do is click the two ends together and bill me. And they're like, Nah, <laughs> I was like, "You fucking assholes!" It's All right, easier. Yeah. All right, I'll use Gumlog cable because that's a nationally <laughs> reputable brand, and and I'll I'll pay two hundred and forty month dollars a month per line for fourteen down and one point eight point three up. 
it's or whatever the terrible. fuck it was. Yeah, it's, it's fucking lame. You could, when I wanted my, so I was working with Time Warner, and I wanted cable, not fiber, because fiber wasn't close to me at the time. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, sorry, we don't serve your area. And I was like, I know that you don't now. What I'm looking for is a quote, right? And that's what they needed to hear. They're like, oh, you want to be sent to our construction division. Like, yes. They're like, you realize it's crazy expensive. And by crazy expensive, they meant like 12 grand, which is a lot. Like most people don't want to pay 12 grand for like a better bandwidth. But when you make your living online and you're buying a house that's much more than that, it's like you just... All right. And if this house is, I don't know, 700, would you want it for 712? If that answer is yes, then you're in business. You know, so mm-hmm. that that was where I was. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. I should be fine with my internet. Yes, you're moving to civilization. <laughs> yes, I'm not out in the boonies. So, although, like, I do have, like, the fantasy of living out in the boonies. Like, How's Seems like it would be there? really cool. Is St. Louis too big for that not to be like 90 minutes away? Oh, uh, no. It, it's not going to be like 90 minutes away. No. like it, Five uh, 5G's coming out. You guys excited about this? They're, they're talking about massive amounts of bandwidth on your phone coming. I thought I 5G Sac- was already a thing. I don't think so. Sacramento oh. is supposedly uh, one of the first areas are going to be testing it out. And so, chiz should have some 5G. I would imagine it's going to be big news for those guys who like to do the walk and talk streaming. Like, if you're Ice Poseidon, like, all of a sudden, like, you've got crazy bandwidth, surely in, in, in Los Angeles. Oh, I don't know if we've talked about it before, the whole thing with Blade and, and, and on oh. the Ice Poseidon thing. Oh, my God. It's I don't know the story at all. So, so like, I, I, don't, I don't have an update, per se, for Are you. Are they but, hanging out together again, though? So here's essentially what happened, Taylor. Uh, Ice uh, took all of his... What's a good word for him? His whack pack to Hawaii. And you might think, oh, what a nice fucking guy, right? Like, like he's going to pay for all of us to go to fucking Hawaii to stream with him. And we'll probably party and have a great time, right? He bought one-way tickets, Taylor. That's fucking hysterical. And, and, <laughs> he, didn't, and he didn't buy a one-way ticket for me and you, who whenever we want, we could be like, all right, let's get swipe our card. And now we have a <laughs> ticket back home. No. He might as well have gotten them a one-way ticket to fucking Pluto. These people have no way to get home. <laughs> they, they, they have no way to get home. Didn't they? Like, they're, they're all to blame. They didn't see their itinerary and be like, well, there's no return flight. I, they don't, these are not the kind of people well, who plan ahead. I'm with you, except Blade is smart, right? I, I, I think so. I, whenever I talk to Blade, I'm not about to call myself smart, but I've always felt like he was my peer. You know, like I... I I, I don't talk to Blade and think this guy's whack pack material. You're like, yeah, you know, I, I was a senior software architect, and he sets up people's home entertainment systems. We're on, we're the same, we're the same. He just see, and as a matter of fact, wait, Blade is one that also didn't get his ticket paid for. He no he's one stuck there. Him. Blade can't get home. That's the that's what I where I was headed with this. They're all stuck. He Blade has, has enough money for a them. plane ticket. Uh, How do you know Blade's finance? Because he's, he, I mean, you're right. I don't I haven't been to his channel in years, but I know he used to be a very big channel, and he does Twitch streaming. Have you have you watched one of his? Look, like I'm. This isn't. I've never watched like, anyone on Twitch. All right. Well, well, I didn't start this conversation to shit on Blade or anything like that. That that definitely wasn't where I was heading with this. Well, but, let's but, not do that. But I don't think he can afford to get home. I don't think uh, the majority of them can afford to get home. I I don't know what a one way ticket from Hawaii back to the mainland costs, but I would guess it's it's over a thousand, isn't it? Like, like it's it's got to be fucking expensive. I I'm just uh, again I, look. I like Blade, and I, I really hope that good things happen for him in life. Same, yeah. Uh, looking at his video views on Social Blade for the last month, he's averaging about ten dollars a day. That won't even keep him drunk. That's not good. Yeah, now that, is, that's uh, so. I'm looking at YouTube though. I, that for all I know, he's not doing stuff there. Blade's main source of income these days are his live streams, and his live streams. And I, I bet he Twitch. wishes this weren't true. Uh, I I don't know. Probably he. You know, he's on the Ice Poseidon streaming network platform or whatever that that nonsense is. But like, it's uh, you know, people pay him to drink, and they're like, ah, yeah, here's twenty bucks. Th- take three more shots, and he ends up doing. That's that's how we get those. Those clips of him just really Man, that's, fall that's down That's a really drunk. difficult spot for him to be in because, like, that is his job. But, but also, I know he's made like a lot of 
points like in the past, like, hey, this isn't really good for me. I, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I talked to him years ago, and it was after a, a bad clip came out, you know, a, a thing that wasn't cool came out. And I was like, Blade, like, like it, at the time, it was kind of news that maybe Blade and alcohol shouldn't be friends. So, uh, so I talked to him, and, and he had a different attitude about it. He's like, you know what? I've always been really lucky in life. When I was super into games, I managed to make that a way for me to earn my living. And now I'm super into alcohol, and I managed to turn that into a profit center, too. <laughs> and uh, Into a profit center. That's a funny way to say it. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it's now What I really that, enjoy now is being trapped. On, a, on one of the most expensive islands on the planet. But it's great. I'm There's look, no I way. just looked up on Alaska Air, and you can get a one-way flight. I, I, I've always thought he was like in Washington or somewhere, like Seattle, Seattle area. Seattle used to be. Like, there. it's 229 tomorrow if you want a one-way from Honolulu to an air, uh, get all that. airports in Washington. I, I'm looking. The, I, I said that his average views were like $10 a day. But the last six days, it's been more like... 50 or $60 a day. And that's not including the donations. He yeah, has the donations are what matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it, look, we don't know Blade's finances. This could be a storyline that we're falling for. I don't know about that. I, I think they want to come home at this point. Didn't you um, say he got donations and they were all charged back? That happens sometimes, yeah. How long have they been there at this point? Uh, a week or something like that. That could ah, be a so fit. long enough to want to go home. Oh, I wanted to talk about Pathetic Meal Time, my new favorite uh, online cooking show. <laughs> pathetic <laughs> Meal Time is that a real thing? <laughs> Welcome to Pathetic Meal Time, where Xbox PC man cooks on his balcony while his dad sleeps in the living room, so he has to be real quiet out there with his George Foreman. Dude, my buddy <laughs> Anthony. I, I don't. I don't think he'd like me calling it Pathetic Meal Time, but he needs to go with it because because it's funny <laughs> and it's good branding. Wait, is Anthony the one that cosplayed yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. Anth I Anthony's love that the one guy. who cosplays you. He comes he's to the, He's a fifty dollar a month patron. Patron. Um, it's all of the money that he has every month, and um, <laughs> that's now, how much he he's got. A that's thing how much going. he loves us. He does because I, I, I and and so essentially. Essentially, he was hungry last night. And by last night, I mean like his time, it was like 5 a.m. This is 8 a.m. this morning that I, that I woke up and opened my computer and to see what the boys are doing. And, uh, and he's like, I'm hungry. I want some more of these, uh, these giant burgers I've been cooking. And I'm like, you've been cooking giant burgers? And he's like, yeah, I cook like these, these half-pound double cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I was like, do you get like Bubba burgers, like frozen patties or like, like fresh ground beef? He's like, oh, only the best, fresh ground beef. I buy it in these huge packages. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, he, and, and I'm like, so cook yourself one, man. Like, we're not going to judge. You don't have to ask us for permission. He's like, ah, but my dad's asleep in the, in the living room. I can't wake him up. And, uh, and I, I, he's like, I was like, well, when I was a kid, when I was like 13 or 14, like in the summer, I would want to cook some French fries or something, but my parents would be asleep, so I'd take the the, the fry daddy fr French fry maker out on the fucking porch, and I'd just cook myself up some French fries up out there. That way, I didn't smoke up smoke out the house and wake everyone up or set up a fire alarm or something like that. And he's and, and so he sets up a goddamn live stream on his little bitty balcony that has like a lawnmower on it and a bicycle, and he's got like a dog kennel cage with the with the George Foreman set on it a whole array of condiments and these massive meat patties. And he's out there like live streaming wearing full PKA gear. <laughs> and like, you can hear like animals and like, you see like neighbors walking by in the background. It, it's pathetic mealtime. It's the online cooking show for real sad people. Is there and some I was, way we can support this and make oh, it a right. thing? Way ahead of you, buddy. Okay. Way ahead of you, buddy. I sent him a hot plate as soon as I watched the first episode of Pathetic Mealtime. <laughs> His hot plate will be there in on the sixth. And another guy sent him a, a deep fryer. So so we are we are readily sending steadily sending him cooking uh, utensils, cooking gear. It's going to be a thing. I want to ask I, you this. Um, it, on the Hangout, I really like Anthony, but he doesn't, like, dominate the attention, right? Instead, he kind of bides his time and inserts the, you know, the perfect comment or joke or whatever when it's appropriate. And he always seems to be, like, I don't know, like, almost a step ahead socially, it seems, right? Like, he just sort of follows what's happening without, you know, putting his finger in every bowl. 
Will that translate to pathetic meal time? Right. It, that's it, that's not his personality outside of the hangout. Okay. What is? Yeah. Um, he talks a lot uh, about nonsense, really nonsensical things. Uh, he's very bizarre. He's got uh, oh, he, that'll work. he has crazy eyes um, that that frighten that frighten quite a few of us a little bit. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Chiz is afraid of him. Uh, they live in the same. They live in the same city, and occasionally, like, like Chiz will be like, "Oh yeah, I went to like whatever Friendly's like burger restaurant and got a, got a, got a grilled cheese, best grilled cheeses in the world there." And Anthony will be like, "On on Montgomery Avenue," and he's like, "Chiz is like, dot dot dot, no, no, not, <laughs> not I don't ever go to that one. <laughs> I certainly didn't just get back from there right now. <laughs> like." He's a uh, he, he's an interesting fella. I, I like him, but uh, but he's he, he's a uh, he's kind of a you know he might kill cats. I don't know. You know he said he did last night. He was kidding, of course. He was like, ah yeah, this is what I use for cats. And he's got like a big golf uh, a driver like 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 for golfing. You know we were trying to get him to kidnap the neighbor's cat, do something weird to it. I want to um, go next year for Halloween as Anthony being me. Like, wouldn't that be great? That'd yeah, be it's pretty meta. <laughs> it might be too meta. I mean, Kyle didn't seem to actually like it, but. Uh, Anthony's a, an interesting fella, and I look forward to watching more pathetic mealtime, um, unlike cooking show for for young adults on their balconies while their while their parents sleep nearby, and uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of the dishes he creates. It's 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 it was honestly entertaining. I watched until because because not only did he cook the burgers, like and it's really sad to watch him cook those burgers out there, but then he sits there and eats them. You know, he just 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 he's just sitting there eating these gar cute, and he's like, oh yeah, look at the inside of the burger. It's a little pink. <laughs> but, but that's what you want. That's how I like it. It's juicy, and he's got huge piles of cheese on What's there. What's the bun stuff. he's got going on there? Is he it... had. He only had one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he's this like, is hey, pathetic meal time. It's, it's <laughs> making more sense. <laughs> I think he was all out of buns. So like, it's like a potato bun. Uh, like it's like potato bread, and then like something else. Like it might have even been sandwich bread. I don't remember. But like, oh, that's he, the he, worst. He ate <laughs> like. <laughs> He yeah. ate like a pound of beef uh, while he while we sat there and watched this morning at eight a.m. And, and I watched for a long time. And th there were like there were like ten of us in there just watching this guy on his balcony, you know, eat burgers out there and and, and talk <laughs> about nonsense. Morning. Yeah, yeah. Like like uh, his female neighbor like walks by in the background. She kind of looks at him, and I, I typed. I was like, I bet she runs away. And he goes, Yeah, she is running. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever well, made you a girl run away from you? Anyone? No. No, I've never made a girl run away from me. I still think about that day sometimes. <laughs> All yes, I... last week. Uh... <laughs> last week. She thought she was next in line for the self-checkout when clearly it was me. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again because welcome to the show. Um, I was coming. I was, it, was after, it was late at night. Call it 1040 because that's when my classes let out at night school where I went. And uh, there was a girl walking. I wasn't making a move on her or anything, but she caught my attention because she was the kind of hot, the kind of beautiful that you don't even see once a month. This was, she was like stunning and she had short hair, which I don't like, but it almost added to the package. Like, like, like let's pretend she shaved it bald and still looked amazing. That's what like she was pulling off between my ears and I was watching her. As she yeah. walked. She looked just like Jason Statham. Big uh, pecs, <laughs> powerful arms. I'm nothing, right? I'm, just, I'm an accountant by day, night school student driving a Chevy Cavalier station wagon, like just headed home. And, uh, and, and, and there she is. And then, like, I don't I see her, and she's walking, I don't presumably to her car. And then I go to the next red light, and now I'm, like, by her again, still looking at her. She starts running. She's looking. She's clearly running from me, and she goes around the corner and runs to wherever she's going. I, I was creepy enough that she broke into a jog of some sort, and like my first instinct, which I did not follow, was to chase her down and let her know that I'm okay. Right? <laughs> that was, I was like, she needs to be like, ma'am. Yeah, don't be scared. But <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, that's not what I did. I just stayed in the car. I'm just heading home with these knives. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, once they start running from you, what move can you make to help them stop being afraid of you? 
stop running from me. <laughs> it's offensive. Yeah, and you're way slower anyway. If I were a rapist, I wouldn't tell you I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that happened a long time ago, and I just I I I honestly think I freaked her out. It could have been she just ran for no reason, but I'm pretty sure I freaked her out just by overly staring at her. That'll do it. Totally possible. Yeah. Well, you know, I was in my car and thought I was invisible. You know, like no one else thinks. But yeah, like those people <laughs> picking their nose. Yeah. Right, right. You know, I, I just, I thought I was, I don't know. I'm gonna have sunglasses on. They can't tell where I'm looking. Kind of thought process, but that doesn't work either. Anyway, yeah, I'm creepy as fuck. Thirty years ago. You guys oh, wanna wrap it there and play a little LFD two? Yep. I'll keep so you guys. Uh, I'll keep everyone updated on pathetic meal time. Whatever Anthony gets that up and going, like his, his uh, some of his hot plate will be there in a couple of days. I expect him to be. Uh, Making some milk steak or something out there. I, I it's jelly beans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what milk steak is. I can't wait for the first episode. There you go. All right, painkiller nearly episode two twenty four.